At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. We're at the South Point Live. Matt Humans, my guys in the desert on a Thursday. Derek Stevens and Mike Palm uh, warming up right now. In five minutes, those guys will join us on the show. We have a lot to talk about with uh, a dynamic duo from uh, Circa in a couple of minutes. Uh, the Yankees right now, no team is hotter. 11 straight wins, and the Yankees bring that winning streak to the West Coast tonight to face the A's, who have dropped four in a row. And uh, the game is in Oakland, and the pitching matchup probably favors the Yankees. Jamison Tyon is the uh, starter tonight for the Yankees. Tyon in the second half of uh, this season since the All-Star break, over 40 and two-thirds innings, a one uh, 149 ERA, and uh, he's got a definite edge tonight over James Caprilli in the starting pitcher for the A's. Right now, the Yankees, overnight, you could have found it a, about a pick and price, uh, right around even money. Uh, you're going to get up to minus 122 at Circa, as we're talking right now. The Yankees are minus 112 at South Point uh, not too long ago, but money surfacing on the Yankees. I am not going to bet that side, even though I lean to the Yankees tonight, and I talked about this in the first hour. For some reason, the uh, Oakland Coliseum's been a black hole for the Yankees, who are 1-9 and nine in Oakland since 2017. I've watched all 10 of those games. This team just does not play well in Oakland for some reason. So I think it's fascinating that they take an 11-game win streak to uh, probably their worst, um, worst situational spot in baseball tonight in Oakland, where they have dropped 9 of the past 10. Uh, but the money is on the Yankees, and... Uh, I'm not going to disagree with that because they're red hot and the A's have dropped four in a row in skidding. And uh, Tyon's been uh, really sharp for the Yankees since the All-Star break. Also tonight, the uh, Dodgers and Padres. 
at Petco. And what a wild one last night. We'll talk about this a little bit more in a couple minutes with uh, Derek Stevens and Mike Palm. What went down last night at Petco Park. But tonight it's Max Scherzer against Hugh Darvish. And uh, the Dodgers are 4-0 as a team in, dirt in uh, Max Scherzer's four starts. Over 21 and a third innings, Mad Max has allowed five earned runs, struck out 34, and walked four. He's got a 0.98 whip. He's been outstanding. The one negative, I guess, was Scherzer, when you look at the matchup with the Padres, he faced that team twice in mid-July. He went 10 and two-thirds innings and allowed 11 earned runs. So Max Scherzer has been knocked around a little bit by that Padres lineup uh, this season. You Darvish will oppose him tonight for San Diego. And uh, Darvish coming off the injured list. Last time you saw him pitch was August 12th, and he was bombed at Arizona. Five earned runs in two and two-thirds innings. And I don't think Darvish is going to go very deep into this game uh, tonight off the injured list. And uh, the Padres' bullpen has got to be worn out. This is a bullpen that's uh, been worked heavily all season. And uh, especially in the last couple days with the Dodgers uh, winning the first two in this series, the Padres' bullpen has looked worn out. Uh, I think I would lean Dodgers here at minus 133. Uh, total is 7.5, but this is uh, uh, not a game I have bet as of right now. Uh, quick look at college football week zero. A couple of plays I've got, and one is Illinois plus 7 over Nebraska. And uh, I'll talk about this more in the best bets segment today at, two, at uh, 325 Pacific. But uh, when you look at teams that return a lot of experience, I think Illinois is right up there near the top of the chart. 20 of 25 players uh, who were seniors on the 2020 roster are back. 17 returning scholarship seniors, the most of any team in Power 5. You've got a 60-year senior at quarterback in Brandon Peters for the Illini. Uh, he's not a Heisman candidate, I understand that, but he's got 16 starts the past two years. And uh, Brett Bielema, the new coach in Champaign, who won uh, three straight Big Ten titles at Wisconsin, he's a guy who emphasizes a strong running game, a strong defensive front. He's into clock management and ball control. I think he's going to have the Illini playing old Wisconsin-style football. I like the uh, I like the Illini here, plus seven as home dogs, and also under the total of uh, 55. You got some problems in Nebraska right now with uh, that program and the NCAA investigation of Scott Frost. There's a lot of negative things going on with Nebraska. And by the way, Illinois beat Nebraska last year as a 16-point dog. Uh, I'm going to play the Cornhuskers under their season win total of uh, six and a half as well. So that's a Big Ten matchup to kick it off on a Saturday morning. I've got Illinois plus seven, under 55. Nebraska under the season win total of uh, six and a half. In the first hour today, joined by Mike Pritchard, Kenny White, and Steve Mackinnon. Hour number two is going to be Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and Bruce Marshall. So stick around here. My guys in the desert from the South Point Sportsbook will head down to Circa in a moment. Stay tuned here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Derek Stevens and Mike Palm join us uh, from Circa. And as always, this segment is brought to you by footballcontest.com, the number one proxy service and top source for info on Las Vegas football contests, including live standings. That's footballcontest.com. Maddie and Tony do a phenomenal job. If you're headed to Vegas this weekend, 
for the football contest. You want to sign up, footballcontest.com. Go there and uh, check it out. Also, stop by Circa on Saturday afternoon if you get the chance. Mike Palm is a showman. He knows how to put on a uh, football seminar, as he proved last year uh, with his theatrics. Uh, Mike Palm, Derek Stevens, join us now from the Circa Sportsbook downtown. And uh, Mike Palm, what do you have up your sleeve for Saturday afternoon? I know you've got a lineup of all-stars for your second Circa football uh, handicapping seminar down there at the third floor warehouse Saturday afternoon. Yeah, well, first of all, Maddie, it's good to hear your voice. I saw the lineup of guests for my guys today. I thought Gil was hosting. But no, we've assembled a great panel uh, for our second annual panel. You were on the first panel, along with uh, Mitch Moss, Gil Alexander, and Paul Stone, who made the trip out here to be a part of it. We kind of wanted to get a little more diverse in our perspectives. Uh, that was the challenge that Derek gave me. So we're going to tell the story from different different sides of it. Uh, we're going to have the, the guest you had in the first hour, Mike Pritchett, the pride of Rancho High School, first-round pick in the NFL, had a very good career there, national champion, a wide receiver with the Colorado Buffaloes from a player perspective. We've got Las Vegas Chris, who's had an unprecedented run in these contests. I mean, a second-place finish in the Circa Million, a fifth-place finish in the Circa Million. He's won the Survivor at win. He's won last man standing at station. So he can t talk from a, a contestant's perspective on how you approach this in game theory. Um, we've got Michael Lombardi. I mean, Michael made the trip out here to Las Vegas his, his first time. What a historic moment. I mean, what a historic moment. Today. Think about this in the history of, of VEASAN, Derek. Today, for the first time, Michael Lombardi walked into the South Point studio and was able to experience what Patrick Maher looks like there. I mean, the, the aura of it must have hit Michael at some point. I mean, maybe it was like the first time he sat down with Bill Walsh and talked football. It might have been like that kind of a, a mystic experience for him. And, and on a separate note, Maddie, say hi to Adam. He did a great job this summer filling in for Paul. Uh, so Michael Lombardi will be on the panel. He'll, you know, he gives us a GM's perspective, a talent evaluator's perspective. And then last but not least, our very own sports book director here at Circus Sports, Matt Metcalf, rounds out the panel. That's three to five in the third floor uh, warehouse here at Circa. Open to the public. We'll have a cash bar available. We've hired a very special usher who will collect the question cards um, from the attendees, and then I'll be the moderator. I'll have some questions of my own, but then I'll ask many questions that the audience members will come from. We've recruited the special usher, and we think he'll be a big hit as well. Oh, he will be a big hit. Okay, I thought you were going to say she will be a big hit. Okay. No, no, it's, it's a he. It's a, it's a titan of industry. All right, so Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher meet for the first time. Historic day here at VEASAN. It's hard to believe, Mike, that those guys have done hundreds of shows together and never met in person until today. Yeah. Well, it's good Patrick's coming out of his house again, too, and coming into the studio. <laughs> it, 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 it is, though. I mean, it's, it's great. Patrick's done a great job working with Michael on the Lombardi line. I mean, you think about the milestone moments at, at, at VEASAN, the launch of VEASAN, the repeal of PASPA, the hiring of Ben Fox. This ranks right up there with all of them. You know, the addition of Derek Stevens ranks up there near the top, too. Derek, uh, great to see you here today. Uh, did you stay up late enough last night to catch the end of the Dodgers-Padres 16-inning marathon? Yeah, I, I did, but I actually went to bed a few hours earlier, and I happened to wake up, and I decided to go uh, go outside, and, uh, and and I checked Twitter, and I was like, could this be right? It's still going? So I actually, uh, <laughs> I missed about, I think it was around the, the, the 10th through the uh, top of the 15th, 
And I did get to watch the end of the game, but I got a couple hours of good sleep in before watching it, but I couldn't believe it. And then when I went back, I, I just I took the uh, DVR and I just rewound. I, I looked at every inning. I could not believe how the 10th was, 11th, 12th, 13th. I, couldn't, I could not believe they couldn't bring this run, and they had the winning run just sitting there. And then after reviewing the whole game, and Mike and I talking earlier today at lunch, um, what a game! How crazy is this? I, I understand your I understand your angst towards uh, our our beloved Padres manager Mike Palm. He ran out of position players in the eleventh inning, Derek. I understand. I mean, Davey Roberts was playing chess, and Jace Tangler was playing shoots and ladders. There, I mean, it was it was historic. Josh Towers said to me, "How how far back did that set the game of baseball? That game last night? I thought he was referring to the five times San Diego needed a run." with a runner on second and nobody out to win the game and failed to score every time. I know he was referring to the double balk by the Dodgers <laughs> right before the, right before the Tatis two run homer to tie it at three. Yeah. I mean, I ran into Josh Towers here. Was he on the nuts earlier today yes, with you? He's a, he's a regular Thursday panel. Okay. But think about that. The, the, the double balk and they I, balk that they don't call. Enable yeah. with his foot on the rubber intensity drops the ball and they don't call it a balk. So then he stepped on the rubber steps towards an unoccupied base to get the balk. Call. Boy, Josh was upset about yeah. that. I saw him walking out to the car today and uh, and he said, I can't believe you allowed you allowed uh, you allowed Tatis to get a reset mentally. The total mental reset after after these sliders. You know, he had a, he had a terrible game and boom. Next thing you know, it's three three and we're going to sixteen. So I did get to watch the bottom of the fifteenth and the sixteenth and then, uh, boy oh boy, that was something. You know what I also can't believe? I can't believe the, the Nationals traded Treya Turner. This this kid is amazing. The more I get to see him play now that he's out here in the West and we watch these mm-hmm. games, I mean, he, he might be the best position player in baseball. Could be. I mean, we were talking not that long ago. He's MVP candidate, and back when he thought, okay, they might have just traded for, for a Cy Young winner and an MVP candidate. Yeah, when uh, the Dodgers made the deal for Mad Max, I said, don't overlook Trey Turner. He's a huge part of this deal. All right, so last night, the San Diego Marathon, 16 innings, 5 hours, 49 minutes. The first game to go longer than 13 innings since 2019. 19 pitchers, 37, 35 base runners stranded. And uh, now uh, the Dodgers 11-1 and in their last 12, and the Padres 2-11 in their last 13 Blake Snell has not been going deep into games, but he threw 122 pitches last night before allowing that solo homer to Will Smith to tie it at one. And, man, that's a bad push if you bet under eight in that game last night and finishes 5-3 Dodgers in 16 innings. Looked like a dead under, but uh, we've seen that a lot this season. Um, Do we have the photo last night? uh, We don't have it. Okay, Derek, I was looking at – I took a photo in the ninth inning when uh, Kenley Jansen was pitching to – Jake Cronenworth, and you had the Circa Million Three and Circa Survivor billboards behind home plate. You you bought the ninth inning uh, from the Padres this year. You should have asked for all extra innings that might follow, too. You would have had a lot of free advertising last night. Yeah, it's like a lot of things in 2021, Matt. I, I, I screwed up the math on that one, too. You're right about that. We did get a little bonus, though. ESPN did put it on, you know, when the, when they did the cut live cut in. That's about as good as we could get. You know, obviously, I'm always rooting on these ninth inning walkoffs. Our beloved Padres have not provided enough of them, um, based upon what we expected this year. But uh, yeah, we got a little bit of action. Dodgers minus one thirty-two, total of seven and a half. That's at Circus Sports right now. Max Scherzer, you Darvish, who's off the injured list. Mike Palm, did you play this game tonight? What other baseball plays might you have? Yeah, I did play this game. I play the Yankees as well uh, at one o five. 
Uh, I just I, I want to see Oakland beat them. They're just playing so well right now. Tie on going for them. I think the A's are in trouble. They're they're sort of in a position the Padres are. Firm. They had a firm wild card spot sort of locked up, and they were close to the Astros within two games of them. And now they might be on the outside looking in with this great run by the Yankees uh, and the Red Sox. I think they're going to have to hope the Red Sox falter a little bit for them to claim a wild card. Um, I think this is really cheap on Mad Max tonight, especially with Darvish coming off the injured list. And I think that the dirty secret in San Diego is that Darvish hasn't really pitched very well since the foreign substance crackdown. If you go back and look at it, he's really only had one quality start uh, since then. So this is, I, I said the same thing about Bueller last night. He really probably got out pitched by Snell. I mean, the Will Smith Homer was a pitch over his shoulders. Yeah. It was an incredible swing. That's the best I've seen Blake Snell pitch in my recent memory. That's better than he looked in, in World Series. It's certainly the best he's pitched with San Diego. And I do agree with Tangler letting him go out there in the top of the eighth yeah. in that game. But, again, I think the price is too cheap tonight on Scherzer. I would have made Scherzer closer to 150, 155. Mm-hmm. I don't also, know how you jump into the Padres right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you make that move. And, uh, like, we had talked about with Darvish, his ball's spinning differently. It's it's not quite cutting the way it was uh, no, six the weeks The slider ago. doesn't have the bite to it. Yeah. You would think that Padres bullpen's probably a little bit worn out, too, after what's mm. happened the past couple of days. Yeah, I'm not going to second-guess Tingler on leaving Snell. I was hoping he would leave Snell in the game. Just ha- so happens that Will Smith tomahawked one out of the park to tie the game. And I thought Snell was as, as good as I've seen him with San Diego uh, last night. Just a little bit unlucky uh, there. Okay. Let's talk about the Circa football contest. You know what? Before we get to that, you guys said you wanted to talk about the Oakland A's attendance, and I mentioned this a couple days ago. 4,110, uh, I think, for the series opener against Seattle a couple of days ago. I talked to somebody who came to town and said, why doesn't Derek Stevens build a downtown ballpark, ballpark and bring the A's here and call, call it Circus Stadium? Derek, have you entertained that idea? Oh, man, that's for the rich guys, man. That's for the rich guys. <laughs> but I would tell you, but I would tell you that uh, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Because if it were the Las Vegas Athletics, I guarantee there would be more than 4,100 people here at the end of August. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, you know, if, if the A's played here, I, I, do, I do feel very comfortable in saying that uh, you, you'd have every game sold out. Um, I, what I, what I tell you is a guarantee and there's not a lot of guarantees on a sports game network, but a guarantee is you'd have more than 4,100 people there. I could not believe that stadium with a team that's right in the hunt at 4,100 people. I, I just, I'm shocked. It's bad for baseball. I understand now why, why baseball wants the A's to move. The owners want the A's to move. I mean, this is the, the stadium is it's hurting all of MLB owners don't want to go there anymore. And uh, let's see, let's see what's happening. Um, I believe the Ace Brass is in town right now. I do not have meetings with them set up today, but I hope to very shortly. Uh, not for us to buy it, but just to try to give them part of the whole welcome package. We want them in Vegas. Yeah, the AAA Aviators uh, of the A's, uh, AAA franchise for the A's, they average more than 5,000 out there in Summerlin. They got a phenomenal stadium uh, out there, but uh, I don't know. Sounds like a Circus Stadium downtown might not happen, but... Uh, the Las Vegas A's could happen, Mike. Yeah, well, Don Logan does a tremendous job there yeah. with the A's. Is Danny Mingdon still on that team, Manny? Have you got any? I, I love <laughs> I Danny Mingdon. You could always get him no. at plus one thirty-five. I don't know. I haven't made it. Love the I mustache. Heard the food selection's yeah. great there. Yeah, I love the mustache. I went. I went on. Uh, I went Tuesday night. Oh, you it was did! Unbelievable. Thanks for yeah. the invite. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. You could have invited your godson. For, you didn't have for, to invite me. You could have for, taken your godson. The first base for the designated hitter. I got to see. I got to see him hit uh, hit uh, f- four times. Home run. Home run. Home run. Triple off the top of the wall. 
Uh, Pena was one of the kids, and uh, I forget the name of the other guy. One played first, one played DH, and in in their four consecutive at bats, a home run, home run, home run, triple. That was, it was unbelievable. Was that Chris Davis? Was that Chris Davis? Yeah, it was, it was Chris Davis. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It was Chris Davis and Pena, and and out of the four at bats, out of those two guys that I saw, was I saw three home runs and a triple off the off the top of the center field wall. Um, and there were probably more people at uh, at, at the Aviators game than, than were at that right. Oakland A's game the other day. There was no question about it. All right, uh, let's talk circuit football contest now. I checked last night, and the overlay is about $7 million as of, I, I think, yesterday. Uh, Derek, where, where do things stand right now for the circuit survivor and the Millions 3 contest? And this is obviously going to be a big weekend for signups. Yeah, it's a big weekend. You know, historically, we've always seen these last couple of weeks really kick in. We're uh, we're really relying upon uh, Mike Palm and his showmanship and and selling out the panel up here in our warehouse on Saturday and people buying full houses. Uh, you're you're right. We, we we've gotten a few uh, a few entrants today. So currently, the overlay is six point eight million. So the sweat is still real. Uh, the uh, the millions uh, looks like it's pacing okay. Survivors where we're in trouble. I saw Mike Palm earlier this morning on uh, Follow the Money said he thought about 47, 4800. I know Matt, Maddie, when I saw you last weekend, you said about 4700 or so. Yeah, I think you know that's kind of where we're pacing. So we're in trouble. But we have new ideas. Not only <laughs> if you could come here and check out this great Survivor schedule here, but now we've got our handy dandy. Pocket survivor schedules. We just sold out the first batch. The good news, they're on, on sale at the Fuel and the Collections Institute. These are only $9.95 for your viewing pleasure and, and keeping you up to date all season long. The whole first first uh, first order is sold out, but they all got delivered today. We also got the big ones in the tubes that you can ship out and all that. So uh, these these are all, uh, all fresh and ready to go here. So hopefully with everybody on the panel, as Mike said, well, hopefully these things are going to help offset your overlay because we're in trouble. I was going to sign them. There are bigger ones here, not the, the matted one, but there's bigger ones like this in the gift shop and for $29.99. I was going to sign him and was going to say, your $30 was used to help overcome the overlay. <laughs> where, where can you get those? You said the gift shop. Derek, and we were out at Stadium Swim, I stopped by the gift shop to buy one of those smaller versions, and I couldn't find them in there. Were they in there then? Yeah, they sold out. They okay. sold out. They were selling like hotcakes, but we just got a new order of a thousand of them in. They just came in today, so they're loading up the gift shop right now. We're ready to roll. They print up slower than the Gutenberg Bible. I don't know how we're <laughs> going to stay in stock. <laughs> I'm not sure if everyone got that reference, but anyway, oh. uh, Mike, what are, what are your projections now for the contest? And uh, you think right. Derek, like I do, you think he's in trouble with the uh, survivor? I don't think he's in trouble with the Circa Mil Millions contest at all. No, the problem was he put his eggs in the wrong basket. Yeah. You had the guttural reaction to it that day when we uh, uh, unveiled the rules, you know, the first day of Paulie's vacation. And you said, you know, this is your baby. This is your baby, Derek, and you've put so much weight in it. If we'd have gone 6-4 the other way, I think we might have a live shot. I don't mm -hmm. think we have it this way. The problem is we bet an exact and not a Quinella. <laughs> Derek, you're staying optimistic, though, right? You think you got a decent shot? Oh, I'm shot? definitely optimistic. Oh. Yeah, you're you're right. I'm optimistic. Uh, we're pulling out all the stops right now. We're uh, we're figuring out every other way, every which way we can market this, and uh, you know we're we're not going to be able to take the gas off. We're gonna we got a couple a couple other tricks up our sleeve. We're gonna try to get there. We're we're gonna try as hard as we can. I know you'll give it your best effort. All right, I'll see you down there at Circa this weekend, guys, and don't forget about the Mike Palm football handicapping seminar Saturday afternoon at three o'clock. Appreciate the time, guys.
Thanks, Matt. Thank you. All right, we're back with Best Bets in a minute. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. OddsTrader.com. Let's talk college football and best bets here in this segment. And uh, we're going to start with the Big Ten matchup that kicks the action off, kicks the season off on uh, Saturday morning in Champaign. And that's Nebraska and Illinois. And uh, the Cornhuskers opened eight and a half, down to seven. You'll see some six and a halfs out there. You have a lot of negativity surrounding this Nebraska program right now. An NCAA investigation of uh, Scott Frost and alleged violations that uh, in no way could be, I think, twisted into any sort of positive. Uh, Not that that's a major handicapping angle for me in this first game. I just believe it's going to be more competitive 
than uh, Nebraska laying seven on the road here. I actually made the number three and a half. Uh, Illinois returns 17 scholarship seniors, most of any Power 5 team. Uh, the, uh, the Illini also have a sixth-year senior quarterback, sorry, Brandon Peters, who started 16 games the past two years. I understand, I've said this, I know Brandon Peters is not any sort of Heisman candidate or superstar, but he is uh, the most experienced quarterback in the Big Ten, and he did lead the Illini to a win at Nebraska last year as a 16-point underdog. I also like, even though sometimes the first-year coaching angle, a lot of people can uh, turn it into too much of a positive, and it, it's not often... Uh, that way. I think Brett Bielema is going to be a big positive here because I didn't really like the direction this uh, team was headed under Levy Smith. The game preparation wasn't great. Brett Bielema is going to do a really good job, I think, in changing uh, the culture of the program and the way the Illini play football. He's going to, be, he's going to have them playing Wisconsin-style football. He won three Big Ten titles in Madison, uh, and he does it with a strong running game, a strong defensive front, Clock management, ball control offense. And I think that's the way the Illini are going to play the game here with a, a smart six-year senior quarterback who's going to keep him in the game and give him a chance to win it. Uh, so I actually played Illinois plus seven. I know it's not the best number. I was a little slow to get there, but uh, I, I took the seven with the Illini instead of the seven and a half or eight. Should have grabbed a better number, but hey, you don't always get the best number. A lot of people lie and say they do. I'm just being honest. I got seven here with the Illini. Nebraska, Illinois, under 55. Uh, I think it's like I said, it's going to be a more ball control, clock management sort of game. And uh, I expect the Illini to stick to the ground as much as possible. And uh, Nebraska is going to run a fair amount, too, with uh, 10 starters back on defense. I think Nebraska is going to be good enough defensively that uh, Illinois is going to have to sustain drives and not hit for big plays. And Adrian Martinez is a uh, pretty good quarterback, but he's not necessarily the most accurate passer who runs a wide open offense. He's going to run a lot. I also played, in addition to the underdog and the under, I played Nebraska under six and a half wins for the season. And uh, if the Huskers win this one, they're going to have a great shot to get off to a 3-0 start because they play Fordham and Buffalo after this. But if you look at the rest of the schedule, it's going to be a tall mountain to climb for the Cornhuskers to get to seven wins this season and over that total of six and a half. They play at Oklahoma. They've also got Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Iowa. The Hawkeyes have won six straight in that rivalry. I think uh, Nebraska is an, an underdog in all six of those games. Going to have to pull off a big upset and win every game that it should for Nebraska to get over that win total. I think that's one of the better win total bets on the board. I actually played Nebraska under 6.5, and and I also got Utah over 8.5. I saw today that uh, Utes coach Kyle Whittingham has named Charlie Brewer the starting quarterback. That's no surprise. Brewer, the transfer from Baylor, was expected to take over. Uh, Those plays are not on the graphic, but I'll recap all my college football season win total plays on tomorrow's show. But Nebraska under 6.5 is one. Utah over 8.5 is another one. I also played Utah at 10-1 to odds to win the Pac-12 conference. And in the Pac-12, UCLA is a big favorite tomorrow at the Rose Bowl. uh, Excuse me, Saturday at the Rose Bowl. And this number opened as low as 9 at some spots. It's up to 18. I was watching this number rise, and I said 18 is going to be the buy sign for me. And when I got there, I went ahead and bet it. Hawaii plus 18. You're talking about a Hawaii team with 11 starters back on defense, a talented dual-threat quarterback in Shavon Cordero, and a well-coached team in Todd Graham that's going to show up for a fight, not show up to 
cash a check and lay down at the Rose Bowl. Hawaii opened the season last year at Fresno and won that game 34 to 19 and uh, also played Boise in a one-score game and uh, beat a really good Nevada team. And Hawaii went on to finish 5-4 and four with a bowl win over Houston. I think Hawaii's going to – if the run defense holds up, and that's my biggest concern – uh, because Chip Kelly is going to try to run it right at the Hawaii defense, but I think the defense is going to hold up enough to keep this game within the number of 18. So a couple of dogs, Illinois and Hawaii, on Saturday to kick off the college football action. Back in a couple minutes, going to take a look at NFL preseason week three. down week three of the NFL preseason. This is also the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VSIM Pro Football Betting Guide. It's only $19.99 and available now. We have uh, looks at every team from the angles of advanced stats, power ratings. We also have best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and a lot more. Sign up for VSIM All Access. Get everything we offer for the entire football season. You can sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe and there you see the cover of the 2021 Pro Football Betting Guide on the screen, vcin.com slash subscribe. A lot of work went into that, and it's uh, it's worth the time, it's worth the money, and it uh, is going to pay off. Steve Mackinnon did a great job in the first hour with us today, talking about some of his features and win totals that you can find in the Pro Football Betting Guide. If you missed today's show or any other vcin show, go to vsin.com and uh, check out all the show replays on the website. Also, follow us on Twitter at VSIN Live. Shout out to Big Randy McKay from North Dakota, who's driving through the mountains in Utah right now. The, the show is breaking up, he said a little bit on his uh, radio. I guess uh, some of the, the satellite feed breaks up a little bit in the mountains. But he says, uh, great show on VSIN. He's listening all the way on his drive from North Dakota to uh, Las Vegas. And he'll show up with a pocket full of money to sign up for Derek Stevens' football contest. You can bet on that. Uh, this weekend. All right, let's look at week three in the NFL preseason. I'm going to start with the Steelers and the Panthers. And uh, I like the Panthers a little bit in this spot. You could have laid a better number. We talked about this a couple days ago and it was two and a half or three. That was the time to bet it. Now it's Panthers minus three and a half or four. But this is one loser I had last week. And I bet the Panthers plus three and a half against the Ravens. And I guess you just don't bet against John John Harbaugh in the preseason. But the Panthers were pathetic last week. And uh, Matt Rule, the coach, said he was going to put an emphasis on that game. Sam Darnold did start, did not play much. P.J. Walker came in and went 0 for 6. Uh, Will Greer did not play especially well. The Panthers' offense was stagnant, and I think there's going to be a big emphasis on uh, that offense to wake up this week in the final preseason game. And Sam Darnold is going to get more action this week. Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator, said that. And I like the Panthers here. I'm not crazy about laying four. He could have laid two and a half. Uh, the Steelers are playing four preseason games because they also played in the Hall of Fame game. And uh, I don't think the Steelers are going uh, to give it their all this week. Let's put it this way. This is a much better spot to play the Panthers in this one. Packers and Bills. And uh, Josh Allen is going to get to start for the Bills. So uh, that's why you're seeing that number up at eight and a half at Circa, nine, nine and a half at some other spots. And the Packers, 
I believe Jordan Love is going to get some snaps in this game, uh, but the Packers really don't have much at quarterback. Kurt Benkert played uh, most of the way last week in uh, that 23-14 loss to the Jets at Lambeau. Packers have been really anemic offensively in this uh, preseason, but, man, that's a big number. Um, and Josh Allen's not going to play deep into the game. So I think that might be a bit of an overreaction. But then again, I don't want to run to the window and bet on a team like the Packers uh, this week. Nine or nine and a half, uh, eight and a half at Circa is the uh, number on the Buffalo Bills. Ravens and Washington. And John Harbaugh with a 19-game preseason win streak. I thought it was going to come to an end last week in Carolina. I was wrong. And uh, I'm not going to bet against them this week. Ravens laying three and a half on the road. Total of uh, 32 and a half to 33 and a half in that one. All right, Bears and Titans. And last week, the Bears, it was an overreaction uh, to favor the Bills, to, excuse me, to favor the Bears against the Bills. Andy Dalton takes over a quarterback and it's three and out, three and out. Before you know it, the Bears are behind 34 to six. Justin Fields comes in, uh, provides a little bit of a spark offensively, but that was, uh, that was a throwaway game for the Bears. They got blown out and embarrassed by the Bills. And now they are three point favorites. At Tennessee this week, total of uh, 35 and a half. That's the number at Circa. It's going to be Justin Fields in the first half, and it looks like Nick Foles in the second half. You will see no red rifle. Uh, Andy Dalton not going to looks like not going to play for the Bears, even though he's going to start Week One of the season against the Rams. And I think the Bears are laying three here, mostly because of Justin Fields starting this game and. Uh, I don't think Fields is ready to play, despite all the uh, clamoring from the fans in Chicago. I'm not saying Andy Dalton's going to light it up, but when you watch Fields, he's mostly just running around on broken plays, and he's hit a couple of wide-open receivers for big pass plays. Uh, when he faces a legitimate, complex defensive scheme with a pass rush, if he faced face the Rams in that opening Sunday night, he would have no chance. Uh, so I'm not sure I would start him in week one either. Dalton might actually give you a better shot, but... Uh, and as far as this preseason game, I'm not laying three on the road with the Bears. I thought that line was an overreaction last week, and I just don't expect much out of this Bears offense. If you watch them, three and outs have been the trend. Bucks and Texans, and no teams looked worse in the preseason than the Bucks, really. But uh, Tom Brady's only played a little bit, just one series in the first game. Bruce Arians said this will be the dress rehearsal game this week. So the Bucks are going to take this more seriously. And uh, they are favored by four or four and a half, total of 36 and a half. And I still think <coughs> the people who think that Tyrod Taylor and the Texans are going to be terrible offensively might be in for a little bit of a surprise. I, I think Tyrod's a decent quarterback, and the uh, Texans are going to be a little bit better offensively than some, than some think. But uh, this number at four, it'll be a pass for me. It was going to be bucks or a pass with this being the dress rehearsal game, and I'll pass. Cardinals and Saints, and we still have a quarterback competition uh, in New Orleans. I fully believe uh, Jameis Winston is going to be the winner in week one. Not that it's going to stay that way the whole season, but Winston has won the job. If you watched these quarterbacks' first couple weeks, Saints minus three and a half, total of 34. And I'd probably lean to the Saints here. I have not bet it, but the Saints were up 23-3 on the Jaguars into the fourth quarter Monday night before they laid down and let the Jags in the back door in that 23-21 game. Rams and Broncos, and I think this – this one is an overreaction. Uh, Broncos nine and a half point favorites right now at circa total thirty three and a half. Bryce Perkins did not play poorly at quarterback for the Rams last week, and the Broncos have named Teddy B as their starting quarterback. Yeah, Drew Locke could go out and make a statement here, but what statement do you make when you've already lost the, the quarterback job? So 
I would probably look, and I might look at playing the Rams, even though they've been a dead team under Sean McVay. Might look at taking nine and a half with uh, the Rams in this one uh, in Denver uh, this weekend. Also, uh, Jaguars, Cowboys, and the Jags winless. Cowboys winless. Uh, Jags laying three or three and a half on the road, total of 36 and a half. And Cooper Rush is going to start a quarterback for the Cowboys, which might actually be a positive uh, for Dallas. Raiders and 49ers. And San Francisco, a three and a half point favorite. Four now at circa, total of 35 and a half. Nathan Peterman's been the quarterback for the Raiders the whole way. I've not heard yet if Marcus Mariota is going to see some playing time in this game. So I'm trying to figure out the Raiders quarterback plan before you bet. And Patriots, Giants, it's all been positive. I think the Patriots have found their next Tom Brady in Mac Jones. 35 for 40 against the Giants' first string defense practice this week. 18 consecutive completions. Uh, I like the Patriots, but you're not stealing here. Uh, laying three on the road against the Giants in preseason week three. We come back. Uh, Bruce Marshall might have a couple NFL preseason plays and opinions on college football this week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Never want to wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers feature rush pay. Get your cash when you want it. A BetRivers sportsbook to industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 in a match bonus. Fastest payouts, only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at Play Sugar House in New Jersey as well, and you must be 21. It's not valid in Iowa. Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Go to betrivers.com. All right, let's join Bruce Marshall, editor of the Gold Sheet, contributor to VSIN's Point Spread Weekly. And uh, Bruce, we're going to kick it off here with NFL preseason. And John Harbaugh, a guy you don't want to bet against, he's got a 19 game win streak. He puts it on the line here again this week as a three and a half point road favorite. Ravens at Washington. Which way are you going to go? Uh, the only one way to go here until the Ravens don't do it here, uh, Matt, and that's to go with them. You're right, 19 in a row, although you would have only cashed tickets in 18 of those. That Eagles game, they uh, stopped in the third quarter two summers ago. So those of us like me who had the Ravens didn't get to cash our ticket, but uh, they've only, back a little further, only one of their last 20 preseason games that they lost, which is the spread, and that was in the Hall of Fame game a few years ago when the Bears came in the back door. So they have been incredibly consistent here. I think he is very comfortable with using Tyler Huntley a little bit more, and if Harbaugh had to use Huntley in the regular season, I think he's to the point where if Lamar Jackson couldn't play, they may not go out and find somebody else. They may think Huntley's good enough to get them there. Washington, a little back and forth here in the first couple of weeks, but this is not a big price to lay up for a team that continues to overachieve like this in the preseason. And I will point out that was a close game against the Saints in the opener. The Saints are one of those teams that um, has been uh, playing a little bit harder here in the summer. They wanted to find out who their quarterback was going to be. That was a good win coming back to win that game, and they dominated Carolina last week. Laying this three and a half with the Baltimore, there's some fours out there too, but uh, I'd, even, I, I'd lay four as well with the Ravens. All right, how about the Chargers-Seahawks game in Seattle with the number at uh, Seattle five or five and a half, total of 35 and a half, Bruce? You know, Matt, we, we've seen a lot of these that, that under has been the way to go in the preseason, even though the numbers, the totals have been uh, lower. They're about you know four to six points, at least, I think, lower than they would normally be in the regular season. And uh, a lot of these uh, totals have dropped before kickoff. I'm thinking this one's probably going to drop. I mean, these teams have been under combined all four of their games. Russell Wilson hasn't taken a snap yet in preseason. I doubt we'll see much of any of Herbert this week. It'll maybe Chase Daniel stick, whoever being there for the Chargers. Neither of these teams are showing much at all in the preseason. Uh, and uh, it, this is a little departure from the past from Pete Carroll. But, you know, early in his tenure there, Wilson played a lot in the preseason. He was always impressing, and he has not been nearly as good in recent years. But these teams have both scaled it back. I think his total is going to probably drop from 35-and-a-half, Matt. So if you want to play the under, do it now, because I'm thinking this thing's going to drop a point and a half or two before we get to kickoff uh, in Seattle on Saturday night. All right, Bruce, let's uh, go to college football. And uh, I know you're going to have some opinions on this card, even though it's only five games. 
And I'm going to start with uh, what's probably the biggest game, and it's out of the Big Ten, Nebraska and Illinois. And right now the Huskers seven-point road favorites, total of uh, 54.5 or 55. We're seeing the total drop just a little bit. But uh, which side might you play or the total in uh, Nebraska, Illinois, and Champaign? Yeah, I mean, it's always dangerous. Any of these games in, in the college side to draw too many comparisons uh, from last year and all the oddities associated with 2020. However, I think we can say that unequivocally that um, Nebraska has not made any progress under Scott Frost. And he's working for a new AD now, Trev Alberts. He's gotten in hot water on a few other and some things there. And this has not been working. You know, this, this, you look at what's gone on in Nebraska since Tom Osborne left. You know, there's a new book, uh, Tucker Carlson's got one called The Long Slide. That could apply to Nebraska football the last 20, 25 years. Successive coaches, Solich, uh, Bill Callahan, Bo Pelini, Mike Riley, and now Frost. It's just gradually kind of gone down. Mm hmm couple of good seasons in there, but I mean, it, it's, it's been a long time. They shouldn't be laying this many points. Brett Bielema's debut on the uh, Illinois side. They've got some people back from last year. They won this game as a big dog in Lincoln last year, won by 18. Brandon Peters, pretty dangerous quarterback. And I think Bielema's going to prove an upgrade over Lovey. So this looks like a pretty nice price on the Illini. Make a strong call here on Illinois. Go ahead. We'll do that for the Illini in the opener. All right. We're on the same side there. Let's uh, hope we cash in the day's first game on Saturday with Illinois plus seven. How about the game at the Rose Bowl? Hawaii at UCLA. And the number is high as 18. You can find 17 and a half out there. A total of 68 and a half. And now this is a Hawaii team that won a bowl game. Chip Kelly's yet to reach a bowl in his fourth year. Uh, I wonder how the Hawaii run defense is going to hold up. That's my biggest concern, Bruce. But I did back to dog here. Did you play this one? Uh, we lean to Hawaii, and uh, so, yeah, we'd, we'd agree with that. Uh, I like Illinois a little bit more, but, I mean, I think you make case for Hawaii here. That's right. That rush defense did allow over 200 yards per game, and I think Chip will kind of go at it this year. And UCLA was pretty close last year. I mean, the four losses they had were games they could have won every one of those. Um, so it looks like they've made some progress. They had better make progress this year. He's in his fourth year, no bowls. Like you said, they have yet to win a non-conference game under Chip. Didn't play any last year, but 0-6 the previous two years. He's also working for a new AD hired last year, Martin Jarmont. So he's got to do something. They've got LSU coming up, Matt. You may be going to Pasadena for that game from what I hear. But that, we'll see how that plays in here for UCLA. That, that's obviously one they might be looking ahead to. Um, and maybe limit the amount they're going to blow. I'm not sure they're going to blow Hawaii out at all. Cordero is a dangerous dual threat quarterback. Todd Graham knows the Pac-12. You mentioned the bowl game they won against Houston down in Albuquerque last December. Uh, you know, they're not the helpless side here. And this is a lot of points for Hawaii. And, and I think they're probably worth a look. We had a 35-26 Bruins in the gold sheet, not covering that big spread. Yep, I've uh, got Hawaii plus 18. Did you say that bowl game was in Albuquerque, Bruce? Because you rarely make mistakes, and I don't think that game was in Albuquerque. It, it might not have been. I, I was thinking it was the New Mexico Bowl. But it was in the New Mexico Bowl, Bruce. It was the New Mexico Bowl, but I believe it was played in Frisco, oh, Texas. It was. Yeah. It was. You're right. It okay. was in Frisco. That's right. That's right. You got, got me there, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on to uh, the game of the year in Las Cruces. These teams don't get the primetime Spotlight on Saturday very often, but UTEP and New Mexico State, and the, the minors up to minus 10, total of 59. Bruce, you've been around a long time, longer than me. How many times have you seen UTEP as a double-digit road favorite? 
Yeah, well, I haven't been favored at all on the road in many years, and uh, so this is pretty rare, pretty rare back to the Mike Price era. But then again, you're playing New Mexico State here, which found a creative way to go undefeated last year. Just don't play. And you're right, they didn't play any games in New Mexico last year either, and Las Cruces and the Lobos played all their road games on, on the road. So, uh, and then they have, they have slipped since the bull winning team a couple of years ago. Utah looked like it was making some progress last year. Matt, they were 3-1 and one at one point for Dana Dimmel. They're one of those sides that got sidetracked by COVID and all the distractions and the postponements that they had. They looked like they were about to turn the corner. Hardison's a uh, playmaking quarterback. Hankins looks like a playmaking running back. And New Mexico State looks bad. Close rivalry here. Uh, I-10, just about uh, 45 minutes between the schools. And uh, UTEP will have a few fans there, probably. 34-19, we took UTEP. We laid the points against the Aggies. All right. I'll be watching that game at the Westgate Superbook Saturday night after the golf tournament over there at the Las Vegas Country Club. It's going to be on Bally Sports Arizona. I think that's DirecTV 686. If you want to watch UTEP and New Mexico State Saturday night and prime time. Okay, uh, Bruce, Bruce Marshall with us, editor of the Gold Sheet. I don't think you're as hyped about this Connecticut-Fresno game with uh, the Bulldogs laying 27.5 or 28 in the Valley, total of uh, 62.5, and UConn, one of the five or six worst teams in college football, it appears. Yeah, I mean, they might have been the worst the last time we saw them, and they also figured out a way not to lose any games last year, just cancel the whole season, so uh, that was good. They had lost 36 of the previous 39. They have had a lot of trouble gaining any traction for Randy Edsel since he returned to stores. And think about where this program was before he left in 2010. At the end of the Big East era, they were the team in the Big East that got into the the uh, bowl, in the, into the New Year's uh, Six Bowl mix uh, at, at the end uh, before he left. And it's been steadily downhill since for, for UConn. How about this stat? Last four seasons, uh, so uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, minus 41 combined turnover margin for UConn. Now, you're wondering why they've been so bad. Well, there's one reason. They turned the ball over. Can Fresno handle this number? I think they can. Kalen DeBoer's got almost everybody back. Jake Hayner, the ex-Husky, Washington Husky, that is, uh, threw for almost 340 yards per game last year. I think they got enough offense to get there. And I, I just don't want to risk UConn here. We, we, we gave Fresno a vote, 45-13. Okay. How about Southern Utah-San Jose State? Not on the main betting board. But San Jose is 308-902 on the uh, out of rotation. You've got some uh, FBS or uh, FCS teams in action this week. Southern Utah out of the big sky, uh, Bruce. Catching, uh, it appears, 22 at a couple of spots. Uh, did you cap this game? I've looked at it, um, and um, I, I think this might be a little much for San Jose, which excuse could have an excuse for looking ahead. USC the next week. I know they've been great with Brent Brennan, and I have been pro-Brennan and pro-Spartans a lot. This is a little different. I don't know that Southern Utah is all that bad. They played in the spring, and they were 1-5 and five in the big sky. But look at those games. I mean, I think four of them decided by three or less. Miller, the quarterback, right. can put the ball in the air. They might not just roll over here, and this is a, a shot for them against the big one. And this is a good test for a side that played just a few months ago. So uh, I'd be reluctant to lay it with San Jose. I'll just leave it there. I'm not sure I want to make a case for Southern Utah, but I'll wait for the next week to make a case for San Jose against the Trojans. We've also got Eastern Illinois at Indiana State and Alcorn State, North Carolina Central on that added board this week in uh, college football. But uh, Bruce, always enjoy uh, your time. Always enjoy your time and handicapping of uh, college football. And uh, good luck this weekend in the NFL preseason as well, man. Thanks. 
Thank you, Matt. Take care, man. That's Bruce Marshall, editor of the Gold Sheet. You can also read him on Point Spread Weekly. Thanks to uh, Mike Pritchard, Kenny White, Steve Mackinnon, Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and Bruce Marshall. Long lineup today on My Guys in the Desert. Back tomorrow. Up next on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, Danny Burke. And don't forget about Tim Murray tonight on the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.